ABC Listen. Hey, Carl. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Is it? Of course. The sun is out, the birds are singing, and I even saw a double rainbow on the way to the studio. Basically, a perfect day. Well, not for me, it's not. Oh, no. Satcar's come out so early this morning. What's going on, buddy? Well, you know how I'm being sent on that round-the-world trip to do a documentary to study the wonders of nature? Uh Uh-huh. It's pretty much the only thing you've been talking about lately. It's amazing. How can that get you bummed out? Well, I just found out that I have to get a whole lot of injections. (gasps) I totally hate needles. Oh, that doesn't sound too bad. Look at this. Hepatitis A, hepatitis B, Japanese encephalitis, MMR, meningitis, polio, rabies, tetanus, diphtheria, pertussis, typhoid, yellow fever. Holy needle, holy! Your teeny, tiny arms aren't big enough to get that many jabs. They'll run out of room. Well, some of them don't even go in my arm. What do you mean? Where else would they go? Let's just say it's going to hurt to sit down for a while. (laughs) You're going to get a needle in your butt. See? Needles are the worst. I hate them. Would you say they get under your skin? Why do you even have a drum kit in here? Bed practice. Well, anyway, that was pretty good, but... This is no time for jokes. Needles stink. Even our Brains Trust from Moree Public School mostly agrees with me. I hate needles so much. They just look so pointy and scary. I remember when I was younger, I had got so scared that I started kicking the doctor. And so they weren't very happy about that. I'm terrified of them. Like, I hate them, but... My mum and dad are both, like, big wusses. Like, dad can't even get a needle without fainting sort of thing. And so I know that you sort of, like, need them, but at the same time, like, do I have to? But I normally, like, cry before I even get it. I used to be scared, like, when I was younger, but now I'm not scared at all. I like needles. They're pretty cool. And um, when I was younger... I had my first flu shot. I was really into, like, just staring at stuff. So I was staring at this, like, little poster that said hang in there, and um, I didn't even realise it was done. So when... And I was like, oh, that that didn't hurt, really. Okay, only some of them agreed with you. Plus, there are some good things about getting injections. Like what? First, there are a whole bunch of scary diseases you'll be way less likely to get. Every one of those injections is meant to protect you from a really nasty illness. I guess. I am pretty excited about the trip. But when I think about those little pointy bits of metal, I just freak out. But you're forgetting the best part of getting needles. The best part? Yeah, you know. Uh, I really don't. Oh, come on. Everyone knows. After you get a needle, you get... A Band-Aid? No, come on. You've lost me. You've forgotten about all the lollies, cakes and toys you get after a needle. You know from the Needle Ninja. Uh, the what? The Needle Ninja. 
What are you talking about? Ninjas use swords and stealth, not needles. You mean you've never heard of the needle ninja? Well, yeah, because no one has. It's not a thing. Oh, it most certainly is. Let me tell you all about the needle ninja. Please do. Long ago, in Japan, there lived an evil feudal lord. He taxed the people too much, refused to share his wealth, and abused his power. All he wanted was for everyone to fear him. So he issued an order. Any person who looked him in the eye would be stabbed in the arm with a thin, sharp metal blade. Uh, like, like a needle. Like a needle. Don't interrupt. The people quickly learned to bow their heads whenever they saw the Lord coming. It made him feel powerful and respected. Until one day... A brave little girl refused to bow her head and looked the Lord in the eye. As punishment, she was lightly stabbed in the arm in front of the whole town. But when she came home, she found toys, delicious food and cake that had been left for her by a ninja as a reward for her bravery. The ninja had stolen these gifts from the Lord's own banquet tables. Soon, the whole town began to look back at the Lord. Nobody bowed their heads. Eventually, the people started to stand up against the other cruel things the Lord was doing. They stopped paying his greedy taxes and, eventually, he was overthrown. And to this day, the Needle Ninja travels around the world, delivering gifts and treats to anybody who needs a reward for getting a needle. And that's the story of the Needle Ninja. I mean, it's a, it's a great story, but it's not very real, is it? What are you talking about? My parents told me all about it. Yeah, I think they maybe made that one up. Your parents lied to you. Oh, yeah. Well, where do you think all the cakes and toys come from after you get your needles then? <laughs> Who is this guy? Um, Molly, I've never found any cakes or toys after getting a jab. Well, I have. Yeah. Molly, I think your parents might have been sneaking them into your room for you. No, <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. Why would they do that? Well, before you heard about the Needle Ninja, how did you feel about needles? Oh, I was totally terrified. I screamed whenever they said the word. I was like, no, 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 not needles. I'm back off, Doctor. I will stab you back. I see. And how did you feel after you found out you'd be getting cakes and toys after a needle? Oh, great. I didn't mind getting a little stabby jabby in my arm flabby when I knew what was coming. Oh, I see. Now you're getting it. So you're saying the story and the presence made me stop freaking out about needles and that maybe it isn't totally true. Yeah, definitely not true. How the honker did my parents get away with lying to me? Well, that's what we're talking about today, Momo. That's right. Today on Short and Curly... What the hey, Mum? Why'd you lie to me? 
Short, you're listening to Short and Curly. And Curly. Yay! Short and Curly! So, my parents lied to me about the needle ninja. What else did they lie to me about? If I don't brush my teeth twice a day, they'll fall out? Uh, It's kind of true. I mean, they'll start to rot. They might fall out. (laughs) They told me eating more carrots helps me see in the dark. Is that true? Well, sort of. They have vitamin A, and if you don't have enough vitamin A, you can get a thing called night blindness. And what about when they said that if I eat the crust on bread, my hair will go curly? No, that is not a thing, Molly. Are they even my real parents? Oh, I'm so confused. Why would they lie to me? Okay, I think you might be beginning to spiral a bit here, so Uh. what... Or or a lot. So why don't we slow things down and look at things from a different perspective? Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea, Carl. Every episode, we'll give you a question where you can pause the show to think or to chat about it with those around you. So this is our first question. Have you ever made up a story or even told a lie to help someone feel better? Hit pause now. I mean, I know there are times when I've sort of stretched the truth to make someone feel better. Like what? Well, like this one time when this friend of mine got these new glasses that made him look like he had bug eyes. But instead of telling him, I told him the glasses really brought out his eyes. Oh, that's exactly what you said about my glasses this morning too. Oh, yeah, but this was a different friend. Tony Ravioli, you know, he's got the bug eyes. Still, I'm sure your friend felt pretty great about his new glasses. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway, I think the Needle Ninja situation is kind of the same. Yeah, I guess. Maybe my parents were just trying to make me feel better about getting a jab. Let's see what our trainee ninjas from Maury Public School think about the Needle Ninja story. Every little kid would love to get a needle if there was a needle ninja because, like, oh, yay, lollies! I love lollies! And then um, you'd be cool with the whole, like, needle thing after a while. If there was um, a needle ninja, when I was younger, I would have probably went to get a needle because it's like Santa Claus and, like, this magical thing and makes you feel better after a needle. I know somebody and they, like, when they don't want to go to school, they pretend to be sick and they're actually very, very good at it. So if the needle ninja existed, then they'd probably always pretend to be sick to get a needle just to get lollies. Needles. Oh, Matt. Hey, Molly. Hi, Carl. I, I'm here to give Carl his injections. You know, I am a doctor. Uh, yeah, a doctor of philosophy. Does that make you qualified to give injections? Not sure, but I've already given everyone at the Ethics Centre their flu vaccine, so it's a bit late for those kind of questions now. OK, Carl, roll up those sleeves. Whoa, hold on, Jabba the Mutt. Before you start stabbing, maybe you can help us out with an ethical question we've been talking about. Ah. <sighs> Thank goodness. To be honest, I I really wasn't looking forward to giving you the 
butt needles, Carl. Maybe we can leave that for another doctor. Hmm. Yeah, are there, like, butt needle specialists out there? Matt, first things first, have you ever heard of the Needle Ninja? The Needle Ninja? No. What's that? Well, let me tell you the story. Long ago, in Japan, there lived... Nope, you've already spun that yarn. The important bit is that the Needle Ninja was a story Molly's parents told her so she wouldn't complain about getting injections. Aw, I love stories. Yeah, me too, except they let me believe it was real. I believed every time I got a needle, a ninja would sneak into my house and leave fancy Japanese snacks and toys. And we think they did it to make Molly feel less scared. Okay. Well, isn't that unethical? Hmm, it's dicey. It is really important that we're able to understand the world as it really is and that we can tell the difference between what's fiction and what's reality. But on the other hand, getting your needles is also really important for your health and the health of the whole community. Plus, it does sound like Molly was really scared and upset, and usually we think it's a good thing to help people when they're upset to feel better. I guess it made trips to the doctors a lot less stressful. Sometimes we use stories and lies to make things a bit easier. It's a way of trying to protect people from something that's upsetting them or something that's painful, like when a pet dies and kids are sometimes told that the pet was sent to live on a farm where they'll be really happy. Hang on. My parents told me my pet rock family went to live on a farm. Do you think those beautiful little creatures died? Rocks aren't alive, Carl. They can't die. Uh, right. Thank goodness. Carry on. Uh, So, for you, believing that there was a secret ninja leaving you treats and feeling proud of you for getting your needles probably made it a bit easier to deal with the pain. Matty Beardos, my brain is at full capacity, so why don't we take a second to vent some of our thoughts with a thinking question. Take a deep breath, pause the show and talk... Or think... ...about this. Imagine your friend thinks something is true but you know it isn't. Do you have to tell them they're wrong? And while you're answering, see if you can come up with an example. Hit pause now. Hey, Molly, you want to know something interesting about ninjas? Uh, obviously... Well, ninjas had a secret code to communicate using rice. Rice? Yeah, it's called Goshiki Mai. They would dye the rice different colours and leave coded messages for other ninjas to find. The number of grains of rice and the colour of the rice would let another ninja know who left the message and what it said. Pretty cool, right? That is cool. You know what else is cool? Ninja jokes. Want to hear one? I want to hear five. Well, I only know one. Okay, one will do then. Okay, three people walk into a bar. One is a ninja. The bartender says, nice to see you two. Wait, but there's three of them. Yeah, but ninjas are sneaky and pretty much invisible. Oh, that is funny. Those ninjas and their sneaking. When will they stop? Probably never. Speaking of sneaky, I still can't believe my parents made up this big old story just to make sure I would get my injections. 
Actually, we asked our Brains Trust what they thought about making up these kinds of stories and whether they think it's okay. I'm on the fence. Like, it's a good thing, so it changes your attitude towards something in a good way. But then it's a bad thing because it can just break your heart for the rest of your childhood. And it sort of depends on how and who tells you. I remember once that someone told me I had bunnies in my stomach, so I decided to eat carrots and, like, all of the good foods. But then I didn't want to drink any water because I thought that would drown them. So that did work out for me and then I realised heaps of other things are fake. Like one thing isn't real, then you'll start realising that none of it's real. I didn't like carrot when I was little. So I remember once someone told me that it was just orange chocolate. But after I had eaten it, I didn't like it. It was terrible and I was really devastated. I don't think that's all right. I think they should just say eat it or there's no dessert. If you're tricked, then it's terrible. Someone's throwing a whole bunch of colourful rice at us. Oh, colourful rice. Hey, guys, did you get my message? Your what? In the rice. I was being a ninja. You're not meant to throw the rice, Matt, and we don't know how to decode your message. We aren't ninjas. Yeah. So, So how can I help? Well, one, you could sweep up all this rice, and two... Is there anything wrong with bribing someone to do something good? Hmm. Let's start by being clear on what a bribe is. A bribe is a kind of deal. You get someone to do something they wouldn't do otherwise by offering them something they want. But bribes happen a lot, don't they? At school, kids might get stickers or gold stars for good behaviour or maybe get a toy they really want if they get good marks. Well, those might be bribes or they might be rewards. A reward is given after someone has already done something good as a way of saying, that was great. A bribe is offered before someone does something as a way to make them do it. Okay, but let's get back to the needle ninja. Maybe that is a bribe or a reward or whatever, but at least Molly got her needles. It worked. It did, and Molly grew up to be a very ethical human. Thank you! So, it's probably not the end of the world, but still, just because we get a good result doesn't mean the way that we get that result is good. Maybe we should try to find other ways of encouraging people to do the things that are good for them. Yeah, and like you said, Molly, they didn't even need to lie. Sometimes we think that for something to matter, it has to be real. Maybe Molly's parents worried that if she knew the Needle Ninja wasn't real, like there wasn't an actual ninja who had lived back in Japan and done all these things, then the whole story would be less special. But we should really think about that a little bit more. After all, we all have stories that we love and that really matter to us. Who cares if they didn't really happen? This is hurting my brain. What's real? What's not real? Am I real? Okay, buddy, let's just chill it out. This might be a good time to pause for a second. Oh, a, a thinking question. Can I do this one? I wish you would, Matt. Okay. 
So here's another chance to think or talk about a big question. And this one is, Molly got a lot of happiness from believing in the story of the Needle Ninja, but she also felt really disappointed when she learned that that story wasn't true. So balancing up the happiness and the disappointment, do you think the story of the Needle Ninja was worth it? Hit pause now. That was a tricky one. Ow! Ooh! Ah! Ah! Yeah! Ow! Ouch! What's happening to my arm? It feels like a swarm of swordfish. I just ninjaed all your needles into you. You're welcome. Now, I must go. More people to jab. Bye! Bye, Matt! He's definitely going to get arrested. Well, a big thank you to our Brains Trust for today. Ryan, Haley, Phoebe, Emily, Lucy and Kalani from Maury Public School. I can't believe he jabbed me. I'm going to tell ABC Audio Studios manager Kelly Reardon and executive producer Justine Kelly. And we've got witnesses. Sound engineer Andre Shabanov saw everything. <gasps> so many needles. I, uh, I've got to sit down. Another needle on the chair. Oh, you got butt needled after all, son. Oh, boy, I think I'm going to faint. Someone call our producers, Kyla Slavin and Emma Gibbs. Uh, I think I might need an ambulance. I already called one for you, Carl. Wouldn't be an episode of Short and Curly if you didn't leave in an ambulance. Yeah, you're right. Okay, bye. So brave. Now, if you're still listening at home, ask yourself this. Did Matt really stab Carl with a bunch of needles? Or was this all just pretend? And if it was just pretend, if we made this whole thing up, does it really matter? ABC Listen. Hey, and just a reminder, the reason we're resharing this episode is because we want you to send us a video as part of our Brains Trust Callout. That's right. You can record yourself answering the main question from today's show, which is... Should grown-ups lie to you? Now all you have to do is search up the Short and Curly website, scroll down the homepage, and click on the link to be part of the Short and Curly Brains Trust. You'll find more information about what to do and who you need permission from. Spoiler alert, it's your parents or guardians. Happy recording, Curly Crew.